is waiting on fries. Wait, you don't get it? You don't, what do you mean you don't get waiting on fries? Hopefully the customer never hears waiting on fries, but all this time on the entree and it's perfectly executed and you're it's like, ready to go. I forgot to fire the fries. I just always use that when I forgot to put somebody's order in and I was like, hey, I'm just waiting on the fries. It's gonna be two more minutes. Realistically, I come back 10 minutes with the food. Exactly. <laughs> they just know that their food's not there in the service and they're still waiting on fries. I guess we're just waiting on fries. <laughs> Dude, we did a huge push, I felt like, the other day, where we were like, everybody vote Nooms, everybody vote Nooms, vote Nooms, best chef, favorite chef. Favorite chef. Doing the thing. You gotta be in it to win it, man, so I decided to just jump into this competition. Um, we did this huge push for votes, and it helped, it for sure helped. Well, hold on, scale back real quick. What are we even talking about right now? So there's this, um, this competition going around, it's like a, essentially a popularity contest for your favorite local chef. Um, if you decide to be in the competition, you could have you had the opportunity to post some pictures, write a little story about who you are and what you do and what you did and why people should feel, you know, rightfully that you're their favorite chef and they deserve that you deserve their votes. So the competition is called Favorite Chef. Favorite Chef. And you're competing you just said kind of a popularity contest. So it's 100%. based upon people showing up for you and being in your corner yeah. and kind of rallying for you. Yeah. So hopefully you've cooked enough good food for the masses that they're on your side. So what happens if you win the competition? So the winner of the competition gets $50,000, which is nice. Okay. And then a uh, sponsored ad, a two-page sponsored ad in Bon Appetit magazine. That's cool. So uh, obviously, like, this is something that chefs want to be involved in, and they want to get the notoriety, and they want to show up in Bon Appetit magazine because Absolutely. it's a huge magazine, essentially. Yeah, everybody reads Bon Appetit. Everybody so, knows about it. So how does the breakdown now then work as far as you're trying to win? So it started when? It started, I want to say, like, February 16th or 17th. Okay. Um, so it's a round-based competition. Uh, the first round had 30 people in each group. And then based on how many votes you are, that's your placement in the group. So the round started, I think I was like 17th. Then we started telling people to vote for me, got down to 13th and 9th, then eventually 4th within a couple of days. So the first round was 30 people in it. Yep. And then it got cut down to 15 people. Second round is 15 people. And that'll get cut down to 10 people. Third goes to 10. Then 5 people. Seems like they're really dragging this thing out a little bit. Oh yeah, here, this huh? is going to go on. I think the final round ends in uh, either late March or early April. This okay. is going to be going for a while. So we presume there's a handful of chefs doing this. I think there's a lot of chefs doing this. Do we know how many chefs are in this? No. They, they don't reveal any of those back-end numbers, so they don't tell you how many votes you got. They don't tell you how many votes separate you from the person above you or below you, and they don't tell you how many people are in this. You only know how many people are in your group. That's actually interesting that you say that. Uh, you know, I was... I was helping my buddy Kev in the kitchen the other day at the Yacht Club, and he was talking about this competition. And I was like, Nooms is in it. I'm about to do a hard push on him because he only has a couple more days to get to the next round. And Kev goes, yo, you didn't hear about that competition? <laughs> and I said, well, first off, I don't really pay attention to the chef side of things, right? So I don't really know about the competition like that. That's fair. You got and a lot of stuff to do. I said, well, what are you talking about, dude? And he says to me, you know, I read somewhere that like it's a scam and dudes aren't taking part in it a little bit. 
Yeah, so there there has been some sketchy news and stories that have come out about it. Um, right after the voting went live, Bon Appetit started tweeting that they aren't in any way affiliated with the competition at all. Um, that the comp the company that's running the contest, which is uh, Crow Provote LLC, they bought two pages of ad space in Bon Appetit and weren't being very forthcoming in telling people that they weren't really affiliated with Bon Appetit magazine. So from a like a business side of the standpoint, uh, a scam is a big word, right? It's a big word. Scam it's got is a lot of, of power. Yeah, yeah, it's got a lot of power behind that word. I would prefer not to use it if we can't confirm something, right? When Kev told me about the the I guess the accusations that were going on and maybe the unsurety if this was a real contest, I said, "All right, we've we've got to talk about this let's look into it and we went a little bit further right yeah now we still did the push right we still oh, did the for push sure. for news because you gotta said, be Yo, in it to win it you gotta be in it to win it kind of <laughs> but now here's the the questions that we'll raise right going forward you're allowed a free vote per day right through facebook which is great now they claim that if you purchase votes a dollar per vote a, it's a dollar a vote a dollar a vote if you then claim a dollar per vote to help you know, your cronies get ahead here, uh, or your favorite chef, we should say, get ahead, then they said that money would be donated to... Beating America? Beating America, I guess, foundation or organization. Mm-hmm. It was a great charity. So me, being a super nerd, printed out the terms and conditions page. And I printed out the terms and conditions page so I could see what kind of little gems were in there. I'm flipping through my pages here. Oh, they can hear. They can hear it. Oh, they hear the pages going? Yeah. yeah. So, sure enough, in the printout of the pages... I think it's the last page you're looking for. It actually shows how much percentage is going to go... I have it here. How much percentage is actually going to go to get donated. And this isn't weird. It's not a scam just because the percentage of the donation is smaller. This is something a lot of companies do. Right. They, but they say a percentage will go to whatever company they're raising for. This right. is normal. It's 25%, And say. it is 25% that will go to the Feeding America. It's a 501c3 uh, non-for-profit, right? Mm-hmm. And 25%. So that means 25 cents. Where's the rest of the 75 cents go, right? Now, think? well, not necessarily. Because mm-hmm. now as we keep doing more digging here... We realize that whatever Bon Appetit said, where they said we're not affiliated to this company at all, the company, the guys are businessmen that put this company together because A, they formed an LLC on it. Secondly, they filled out a DBA because they're doing business as a favorite chef. Right. So they've got their paperwork in check. This is, I love this. I'm having a fucking ball over here. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So I'm reading through things, and Bon Appetit denies their affiliation to them, but says that they took out a two-page ad. Yep. So I go do some digging on Bon Appetit's website. Where's that sheet of paper? I'm a mess over here today, guys. Way too many sheets of paper. I know, so many. So Bon Appetit's media kit, you could look through it here on their website. Uh, it's under the press section, of course. Most, most magazines have this publicly available for you. Bon Appetit, they get 6.5 million readers, pretty much, through their print. 7.6 million through digital. 
That's a lot of fucking people, dude. That is a lot of eyes on your product. So with that many eyes being on your product, they charge a lot per ad space. ad space. Understandably so. So they have a generic full page cost on here at $178,000 and 318. I said that completely backwards. $178,318 for go. a page. And they were taking out two pages. Two full which pages. Which costs $356,600, right? Correct. So that's a lot of money right there. That is a ton of money. So I said, no, this is kind of crazy, bro. Right? Yeah. I, I, I did the thing with the fingers where you start typing in your phone like a madman real quick because you feel like you, yeah, you hacked yeah. the system. Exactly. And I was like, no, a thousand chefs say that they bring in $20 a person on average, which mm -hmm. I think is a super high number. I don't. You don't think that $20 being voted in is not a high number. You think 40 is a high number? Uh, think about how many people are in the so competition. I haven't, I haven't looked at my numbers recently, but I've had more than $40 in donations. You can see that? Yeah. How? It's on my little dashboard. So you have a dashboard that shows how many people donated it money. It shows into you the uh, most recent, your most recent votes, and it shows you all of your paid votes. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. This is great stuff that we're about to uncover here, too. So with that said, how much do you think you said is in there on uh, paid? I'll tell you right now. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, I forgot to uh, tell you this before. Yeah, but while you're looking for that, I'm going to go further into this too, though. So say it's $40 a person, you think. And that's I, I think that's a high number. I think it's a really high number because you're going to have people in this competition that are known, that have a lot of friendships right out there of people that are willing to support them. And then also you're going to have the other side of the competition of people that are more like Lone Rangers and Wolves where they're not necessarily having those larger amounts of people helping to support them like that. So I'm at fifth place right now and I've had a total of $150 in donations. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? No. This is absurd. <laughs> Run the math here. Run the math. $100. $150. All right. And I'm in fifth place. And so. I'm thinking that's pretty fucking high end then. So let's say $90. Can we cut that? Can we cut that for but an Jay, average? There's no way that's high end if I'm in fifth place because everybody above me has more votes. Yeah. You're assuming they're paid votes. Yeah, but there were 30 people to begin with, right? So, so we're cutting out the the end cap that probably didn't have anywhere near that. Correct. Maybe they had $20. Maybe they had $10. Maybe, votes. yeah. So, so then I'm, that's half of the people gone, but then that still have that top half. Correct. And I'm just trying to say, hey, let's slow down just look at the numbers on a lower end Look or at the a lower higher end, end or a middle end for that matter. Fine, let's look at the lower and end first. And say you're a thousand, you've got a thousand chefs in there that are all bringing in $90 a piece. Correct. It's $90,000, right? Correct. So you're saying, yo, it should be higher than that. I have 150 alone. So say you have 150, that's then 150,000, right? Correct. But the fucking ad space, that's just, that's the ad space is $356,000 just for the ads? And then you have to keep in mind that 25 cents out of the 150,000 is getting donated to Feed America too. Correct. So that cuts a handful of money down too. So the question is- And and you forget about the $50,000 gift, the grand prize. Yeah, but that's not that much over the course of how many chefs are in here, right? That's True, already chopped off the top, I'm sure. But that's a small number. So my question is just this. We don't know how many chefs are involved, but we just took a look at the Instagram account mm -hmm. of Favorite Chef and you brought it up. And you said there was 106,000 people following it. We Correct. all know that it's 2020. What are we in? 2021? 2021. It's easy enough to buy followers. It's, it's easy true. enough to buy engagement. But sure enough, 
this is a somewhat new company that's doing something new here, right? And they instantly are just up to 106,000 people following it, but their engagement's pretty low because you said it was about a thousand likes. Yeah, so before the contest started, if you looked at the numbers, you'd see it was averaging between seven and 900 likes per photo. There's all photos on the page, no videos. But then once the competition started, then that boosted up to between like a thousand to 1300, which is higher, but you know, when you really look at it, it's the jump of a few hundred people. Sure, and that may represent that now there's some actual people jumping in here on top of the regular paid engagement that maybe you fluff and start out with. And Correct. I'll say it right now, when we started building Cocktail Garnish, nobody wants to follow a brand new account. So you yeah. need to buy a couple followers here and there. So maybe. we turn we turn the auto, what is it, the auto machine on to just get some following the engagement just to start because yeah. nobody wants to follow a brand new account. So if you look at the numbers on Cocktail Garnish, I'll tell you right now, a thousand of those followers are not real. Everything else has literally been built off of, you know, our techniques that we're using to yeah. increase the engagement. And our photos, our high-end photos, are getting a thousand likes. And we only have 2,000 real followers. Really? <laughs> 2,000 real followers. Yeah. Versus 106,000 followers on the favorite chef, which is just getting a thousand likes pretty much a photo. So to me, that's like a little bit concerning in the sense of when we want to talk about how many people are maybe involved in this and you don't know how many because they've separated everybody smooth enough where, yeah. where we don't know. So you said you think it's way more than a thousand chefs that are competing in this. And I, Far more. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, so a quick Google search will bring up tens and tens of articles about, you know, different chefs in different counties and everybody's getting these little hype stories written about yeah. them, promoting them. Well, tens of but, tens add up to like a thousand. Yeah, yeah I know. I was... Struggling for numbers, but no, I mean a lot. You. But you know, um, there's also an article about this woman out in Poland who's getting this hype piece written about her. So I mean, this is a company that started in Arizona, and their contest has reached, it seems, globally. It's expanding. Well, so. I want you to know, cocktail garnish is also global. We've got well, guys I mean, in China the, reaching out to us. The podcast is podcast global is global too. Exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? I'm so, just saying, you know, if we can do it, they can do it. So I'm not, not I'm not knocking this competition at no, all. Absolutely I'm not, a little hesitant. Is like correct. Better. Yeah, and I'm a little hesitant to buy votes. I think because i'm grateful for every vote i've gotten I've, obviously know. correct i know but the free vote exists and if everyone's exactly. launching a free vote on you awesome that's exactly. great i've done it a few times i appreciate i that. didn't tell you i did it i just did it because that's it, it told me you did it fuck you it's super messy in that way <laughs> okay cool and then so with that said i'd rather take a dollar though and actually just donate it to feeding hunger right or correct. feed america or whatever it is that yeah. you know instead of just the 25 cents going to them on every dollar. Correct. Uh, so the more news is going to come out of this, I think, as sure. time as progresses. Time yeah. And the other thing that I think we should know too, though, is that you said the gentleman that is kind of the face of this competition, the chef. Correct. He's, I guess, decently known. Uh, the celebrity chef face of the contest seems to be this guy, Eddie Matney. Okay. So you can do a quick Wikipedia search, and he's owned and operated restaurants in uh, Arizona for years. He was voted the best chef in uh, his area in Arizona for five years in a row. Um, he has, like, TV shows. He's been on early morning news television. Uh, did you know who he was before this competition? No, sir, I did not. So if I started a website and I was, like, celebrity bartender, Jay Boogs in the building, and I, like... And I had some articles and things that showed up. Yeah, you'd be yeah. like, yeah, he's a celebrity bartender, kind yeah. of. I, yeah. I'm just playing devil's advocate, right? Yeah. And 
The other alarming part of that, though, is his Instagram is private. That is a little weird. Hey, you can't be the face of something and then have a private Instagram account, which yeah. is really odd to me. It's a little strange. So I, I think that there's going to be a lot more news that's going to be coming out on this over the course of you know the next months. And you said it's going to go on for a while, right? Yeah, we've got we've got some more time. Yeah, and we'll but, you see. Know, in, in the meantime, you guys can head over to my Instagram page. There's a link. You can uh, click the link and go send me a free vote. That's at Nooms, N-O-O-M-Z. There you go. Uh, I mean, you know, just because we're raising eyebrows about things doesn't mean you should not go send the free vote. Exactly. You know, you're still amongst peers and in this competition and showing up in, in the top ranks here. And we'll keep you in the top ranks. We'll keep doing work here. Appreciate that. Yeah. But in the meantime, I know you've been busy on your cocktail garnish end of things. You well, guys were working on rebranding the website, right? And that that happened. You know, when you look at, like you just said, you've got the stats on your phone mm-hmm. about who's voting, how much money you're bringing in on the donation side of things. You're looking at the back end all the time. At least I am. That's the numbers part of me, right? And seeing that we were losing a lot to abandoned carts at checkout, I said, why are we losing, right? Usually it's because the shipping cost was there or Too tax was added. Before yeah. the final And you got to make it super easy for people. Yeah. So we decided to go ham for like three nights in a row up until like 3, 4 a.m. Just working on the website and tweaking it and changing it and making it a lot more vibrant and fun for the youth mm-hmm. because we're getting guys from Instagram utilizing all of our techniques where our Instagram account now is creating more money coming in almost than Amazon does. Really? Which is crazy because yeah. once that overshadows, then you're in a whole now world of your own and you're exactly. not dependent you're not upon de- Amazon. Exactly, yeah. And you look at, and after selling things on Amazon for so long now too, where I told Justin, I said, dude, we should put the spice rub up on Amazon. Like yeah. you have it here in the restaurant, why not sell it to the 250 million people that are out there? And it's a proprietary product, which means that you have no competition. So I said, if Amazon ever crippled us and took out our leg or one of our legs, we need another foot Probably stand on Probably be okay, here. though, at this point. So now at this point, yeah, we're, we'd still be losing a handful, but we're now supporting ourselves through building out something similar to what Just did here at Smokehouse with the delivery service. Mm-hmm. When pandemic came, he wasn't hurt looking for Uber. He already had his own thing set up and built. He yeah. was just on the go as it was. He had two phone lines going to the one restaurant ready to go. Totally. So, you know, with that said, it was super important to be able to make something that was a lot more friendly for somebody to navigate through, easier to check out through. And then also we have to keep on increasing our SKUs. So we've got blood orange coming. We've got dragon fruit coming. They're yeah, pineapple be coming. I think I saw that. Pineapple's up already. Just oh, took man. product shots the other day. And like these things are what are going to create more conversions is having better photos. Right. So more better content as news like to say is, is on the way but yeah I, there's no reason why any restaurant owner should not be looking at their actual website anyway no you there's should so be, much information and data stocked into that just built into it when somebody logs on to our website instantly in the back end of google analytics i could see where they're from i could see what pages they're going to and i could see what they're doing so i just leave that thing up in the background and once in a while i'll refresh it and see what's happening over the 30. sir do we look open we're certainly not open hi real hard um oh it's a ups guy oh you give me a second here 
Thank you, Grubhub, for interrupting us by sending us shit to Smokehouse while we're in the middle of a recording and the place doesn't even open on Monday. Why didn't the UPS guy just read that on the door that we were Literally, they didn't need that to happen. Absurd. So, uh, you know, looking at the back end and seeing all this data of where people are going, what page they're on on your website, are they reaching the checkout? Are they clicking the link that brings you to the checkout? I think How long? one of the more important parts of data you can you, you just mentioned you can see is like, where do they stop? You see all those abandoned checkout carts? Like, what's the last point of contact between the website and the customer before they decided not to purchase? Well, it's the checkout point. Well, that's what you see. And then they yeah, just disappear so, off the site. So then what's, what's wrong with your checkout page? Correct. And usually it's a shipping charge for the okay. most part. So we've started incentivizing and saying, if you are ordering something over $30, then it's free shipping no matter what. Boom. Now, what we also did on the website, though, was create a smaller product that's only an ounce worth of whatever the and lower sell shipping it. Costs? And, and it's only a $6 item. So if somebody is trying to get the free shipping and they're really close to it, they're going to say, oh, you know what? I'll just add an ounce of that bag on and that's going to get me a free shipping. But then yeah. I also get something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all I'm saying is that all the guys out here that have restaurants, the things that you do in other aspects of business in this specific uh, comment, I'm talking about a product, mm -hmm. but where you have a website that's able to track all these things, your restaurant website, you're seeing where people are coming from. You're seeing how big of a radius that you actually have in your restaurant. And then I guarantee if you have a name of a restaurant that's similar to somebody else's name of a restaurant, I bet you're getting hits all across the world in another little concentrated blurb. And you could probably assume that there's a guy over there that has a business similar to yours. Right. And that's why you're showing up. Yeah. So, you know, Justin just said last week too, how do you find where you put up the next restaurant? You gotta well, do some research. You look at your radius and you yeah. look at how big your radius of search terms is coming in on Google Analytics and see who's showing up on your website. And if you realize that you've got a heavy pull in White Plains, which is, you know, two towns over from where we are now, you might say, dude, we could probably show up here and be somewhat successful just Perhaps. like using the data. And but then sometimes you got to look deeper than that and make sure it's just not a Google Maps error. Oh, uh, oh, and that did recently happen <laughs> yeah. too, where Smokehouse was tagged under Google Maps. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree. But that's essentially what Thomas Kelly was saying too, when he's got data points that they're looking at and they're decently complex to figure out where to go next. And they said that they're not going to go on the main street. They're going to go on the off street because it's a little bit cheaper rent and it makes more sense because yeah. they can be an anchor point. So who knows? That's all I got for you, Nooms. Man, don't forget to hit smash that like and subscribe button because, you know, algorithms.